Episode 86. What is really going on? Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hi, Elite Educators. This is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. And whether you're teaching a lesson or you are learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I'm here to empower you to reach your potential. And in fact, I call you Elite because only an Elite Educator would take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast like this to help hone their craft. I want to first start by thanking you all for tuning in each week. I've received some of the most wonderful reviews on iTunes. So if you enjoy the show, help me by subscribing and leaving a rating with a review. This just tells iTunes to keep pushing out the show, which of course helps more and more teachers each day. Today's shout out goes to T. Adams for You, who entitled their review, Our Heroes. And they said, educators are our heroes, and we need to recognize that they do this not for the pay, but for the love of developing our kids. They have a passion, and this podcast is a great resource to help energize them and help continue their education with what she and her guests have learned through the years. Well, thank you so much, T. Adams, for stopping by and sharing a little love that definitely lets me know you appreciate the show. And I agree there's lots of us out here who have the passion, but we need to be energized so that we can continue doing what we do each and every day. And being able to share what we have learned on our own journeys is quite the pleasure. So I appreciate your words of wisdom. Today, I want to help you reignite your passion and potential by talking about leaning in to listen closely. This is going to help you see what is really happening in your classroom. This podcast episode is especially for those new teachers, but of course is applicable to everyone. So hang on. This is going to be one empowering ride. So the rationale for this episode, as you know, I became a mom in October of 2016 And teaching was definitely a good warm-up lap for being a mom, but dang, there is a huge learning curve, and I hope that I'm doing all right. It sure would, you know, be nice to have a report card, but, you know, I think the fact that she's still alive means I passed. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't send me hate mail. But my current challenge is just learning Lily's cues. I have my own schedule in mind of what I want to accomplish. You know, I'm still working with the new teacher project. I've got my side hustle of consulting. You know, if you or your school need professional development or one-on-one coaching, go ahead and contact me. But anyway, Lily runs the show. So me having my own schedule really is worthless. You know, she's bossy and, and speaks a different language. She's only three months, so she's really not bossy and really doesn't speak, but <laughs> it's confusing and it's exhausting trying to translate what it is that she's telling me. But good thing she's cute, right? You know, when she's chewing on her hands, so does that mean she's hungry, she's tired, she's teething? I mean, shoot if I know. <laughs> and when she wakes up, is it she's gassy or was it a scary dream? I mean, I don't even know if babies dream at this stage. Was it a loud noise? Again, shoot if I know. And as you can tell, I'm really doing well. (laughs) 
But it made me think about education and reading your students' cues and and being able to translate what they're not really saying. You know, reading between the lines. You know, how good are you at knowing what is really going on in your classroom? Do you, you read the temperature correctly? Do you really know what they need? You know, what are they asking for, but are struggling to communicate? And that's a huge challenge in every classroom every year. You have to be so in tune with your kids. You need to know your content to the point that you aren't just thinking about the content when you're delivering it. And I know that sounds crazy, but when I first started teaching, all I did was worry about me. You know, was I remembering all my talking points? Was what I was saying accurate and clear? Was I talking too fast? Was I working the room? Was I pausing long enough? Etc. 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 Well, how do you know if kids are going to learn everything if it's all about me? And they're going to learn, but you know, maybe not to their potential. So it wasn't until I became confident in what I was teaching, and I did that by just a lot of preparation before the lesson as much as possible, so that I knew my content, I knew the flow of the lesson frontwards and backwards. And then I used all my brain power to then just watch my kids as I did my thing. I never finished a lesson that I planned. My lesson never went as planned, and I hopped all over my lesson flow. So based on those three things, you would think I was a failure, right? Well, it's actually not true. This was the most successful I had ever been in the classroom because I knew my content and I knew where I was going. I knew that lesson plan. That I could afford to do these detours when I needed to. So if I couldn't finish what I had planned because we need more time, it was okay. Or if I needed to hop around, it was okay. Or if I had to ditch it completely, it was okay. But how do you know when to detour, even how to detour? And it's all about being available and being responsive to what's really happening in your classroom. That way, students can be successful. So let's break it down to these two components about being available and being responsive, because those two things really help me forget about me, move past the content, so that I could free up that brain power and really just allow myself to see the cues of the kids. So being available. This is where. I was making my moves. I was prepared. I put so much time into what I was going to do that when I was doing it, I was on autopilot. So that freed up space in my brain, my and my senses to just pick up the cues from the kids about how they were doing. Like I said, I I ditch sections of my lesson, or I'd slow down in others, or I'd reverse the order of things, or you know, as I said before, even throw out the entire plan. Whatever they needed, I. Delivered it, and I could do that because I was available. But remember, when I was first starting teaching, I was all up in my head, and it was all about me, 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 and I wasn't available. And even if my kids held up like a neon blinking sign telling me to stop or to slow down, I'd miss the cue completely because I was so into me. That's how self-obsessed I was in the lesson. I was the performer. I was trying to convince myself and everyone else that I knew what I was doing. So instead of spending the time behind the scenes learning how to know what I was doing, I just faked it until I finally did know it, and then I got to stop acting. And that's when I became a real teacher. What a waste of time! I know. I just sorry to those first few years of kids. I mean, you achieved, you did well, but I feel like I failed them, and not giving them the chance to really push past that potential and really catapult into greatness, like the kids after them had the opportunity to do, just because I had made myself available. So the second thing is being responsive. 
to really know what's going on in your classroom is not just being available but being able to act. So just because you're ready to take those incoming signals doesn't mean you know what to do when you get it. You've got to act. You've got to be a doer, a, a mover, a shaker. Make it happen. So when you see that first brow furrowed, stop. Rewind, repeat, slow down, give more examples, get the students involved. You know, when you see those smiles or the nods or the light bulbs go off, that's the green light. Just keep moving and maybe even pick up the pace. But when you see the groans and the moans, you've got to mix it up. you got to make it fun. you got to relate to them, engage them, add that spice. And when you see them light up like Christmas trees, make a mental note to create more opportunities like that in the future because they are responding to that recipe. And remember, when you're available to receive the cue, then you can make the best decision in your classroom for kids. But it's really being responsive that separates the good teachers from the great ones. Do you just dream about being this amazing teacher or do you do small things each and every day to get there? For example, do you post pictures of you and your kids to portray this close relationship or do you really know your kids inside and out or you know do you spend as much time rehearsing your lesson plan delivery as you do making those cutesy anchor charts and bulletin boards I know that one's probably gonna hurt when you hear it but it's true if we took the time that we spend on things that really don't matter and put it into things that do matter that are not so sexy and fun, then we're going to be one heck of a teacher and our kids are going to be amazing students. But we've got to be willing to do the work, being available and being responsive. So the time is now. This generation has got to be ready to take over the world because we're not going to be the highest one on the totem pole forever. We have to teach them to fish, and then we got to teach them to pay it forward so they can help raise the next generation. We've got to reach them, and to reach them, we have to know them, and to know them, we have to be available and receptive. So right now, think about how you can implement what you're learning in this podcast episode into your classroom instruction so that not only you become your best for your kids, but your kids become their best for our future. How can you be more available? How can you be more receptive? It's not going to be perfect. It is going to be a beautiful mess, and that's okay. You're sacrificing that perfection for authentic learning. And that is the greatest gift of all. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on being available and responsive to what is really happening in your classroom so that students can be successful. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.